Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, everybody, it's that time. It's Saturday morning. It's, 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 it's the latest episode <laughs> of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Saturday, May 7th. It's Wayne. It's Dave. It is, like I said, the moment you've all been waiting for, the post-NFL draft re-ranking of all the rookies, or most of the rookies. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got bored after about <laughs> nine or ten of them, because <laughs> it doesn't matter where they went. Yeah, it's... It, it uh, this this is one of those shows where you go, hmm, huh. yeah, draft capital matters and landing spot matters. Everything I thought before <laughs> is irrelevant now. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing, like, none of that meant anything. And like I told you at breakfast, I felt bad for Dan, yeah. who has the number one pick in the Dynasty League. And yes. the guy he was going to take number one is no longer worthy of a number one pick. It, I, I don't, I, real, realistically, I would just give all the first round picks away and start in the second round. <laughs> I, I wouldn't waste a first round pick on anybody, but that's just me. Oh man! But um, yeah, so we have that. We have we have some news and notes. Just a couple things. Mostly, it's going to be pretty much draft centric. Yeah, and we have we have a big story that just broke last night <laughs> that we're going to get to. You're welcome. <laughs> and then, of course, we're gonna. We're going to finish with the Fantasy Girl. But before we do all that, remember, check out the website, cffpodcast.com. Also, you can do like James did. You can send us your questions. He used the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, 414-520-8249. He sent us a text, and um, he has a question for us. You ready? I am ready. Greetings, Bandit and Snowmen. I hope JR in Texas hasn't used that one yet. Now, it's not the way to start a friendly little question. (laughs) Because I could just see Justin right now going all Will Smith on you. (laughs) Slapping you in the face at the fantasy draft. That's right. (laughs) And saying, keep (laughs) their names. Keep my nicknames out your mouth. Keep my nicknames out your fucking mouth. <laughs> and and James will just be standing there like, I think I was just assaulted. <laughs> but anyway, he continues. What are your thoughts about Juju Smith-Schuster? Drop him or trade him? Question mark. Also, thoughts on Devin Singletary. He ended up the year on a high note, but the Bills did draft was James Cook yep. in the second round. Do you think he will continue to produce or end up splitting time with the other running backs? Still worth holding on to him, or should I trade him? Well, let's start with Juju Smith-Schuster because that's going to be coming up in our little... Um, I don't know if I have it in the news and notes or if it's in the rookie rankings. But anyways. Could be in both. Could be. But um, I'm one of those that believes you hold on to Juju Smith-Schuster unless you can get a good deal for him because he ended up leaving 
Pittsburgh, where Mitch Trubisky. at best they have a Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. At worst, they got a guy with small hands, Kenny Pickett. Yes. Or it could be the other way around. And and how did that work out with uh, all the rookie quarterbacks last year that didn't have small hands? Exactly. Not so good. So, obviously, Smith-Schuster's on a better team. Yes. Better quarterback. Yes. So, if he can keep the, I don't know if it's something in the water in Pittsburgh with receivers, but there's just something that happens where they all become douchebags. Well. Right? And then, and then, as we'll find out in the rookie rankings, Pittsburgh goes in drafts. Two. A receiver douchebag. Two of them? Oh, God. Two. Well, no, actually, I take that back. They drafted two receivers. Yeah. One douchebag, one regular guy. Okay. Yeah, I was more worried about the... By all accounts. <laughs> but the, the questions about their character. Yes. So... Uh, and George Pickens apparently is a solid locker room guy. Yeah, I'm sure he is. No, they're saying he is. And, uh, oh, really? Because I keep hearing that he's he's a character problem. No, they're saying he will not be a character character problem. He will um, not add to the drama, and he won't put up with the drama. Really? Yeah. That is completely 180 degrees from what oh, I heard. Oh, okay. But hey, you know, yeah, it's, one of us is right. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody out there spewing their stuff for this yeah, time of year. Yeah, so, well, well, these were the same guys that were spewing that there's going to be four quarterbacks taken in the first round. That is correct. All right, so you want to talk about Devin Singletary because you're the you're the man in the know because you were the Zach Moss guy before. Yeah, I was the man, Zach Moss guy, and he didn't work out great. Well, here here's the thing. It's a question. You got to remember that I'm assuming, James, you're talking about the Dynasty League. Yes. So you got to look at it from a long term perspective. And Devin Singletary is only under contract one more year. This year he's done, and chances are he's gone. Uh, Moss and um, Cook are the only guys on that roster that are under contract for more than this year. So yeah, and Devin Singletary was was drafted with the hopes of being the man, right? And he just didn't. Turn and so out. so is Zach Moss, yeah. And now so is James Cook. So the question is, are they just that bad at it? <laughs> are are they the New England Patriot wide receiver drafters uh, of running backs? But here's the funny thing: oh, if you read all the all the stuff you, that you can find out there, and you read between the lines, because you got to, because everybody's a liar. Everybody's saying, oh, James Cook, great wide receiver or great receiver, great, great out of the backfield. He'll he'll be a good slot guy, good, you know, line up and send him down the field. Reason that they, they're saying that is because, oh, he's too small. He's 5'11, 199. The giant Devin Singletary <laughs> is 5'7, so four inches shorter, but he's four pounds heavier. 203. So he can hold up much, much better at four pounds more, obviously. And three inches shorter, five inches shorter. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, I, yeah, I would, I, if you can find somebody, and now that we've put this on the airwaves, chances of finding somebody is going to be slimmer. Yes. Um, I, I would deal, uh, Singletary if I could. Although understanding that next year he'll be on a different team and could be a better situation, could be a worse situation. Right. The problem with Buffalo is that it doesn't matter who they have as a running back. They don't use them. Yeah, because they have a running back and quarterback. Exactly. The white Lamar Jackson. Exactly. 
who, who can actually complete a pass. Well, there you go. There's <laughs> you got that going for him. So I hope that answered your question. If you have other questions, use use the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, like we mentioned, four one four five two zero eight two four nine. Or there's always the Mission Barbecue email, where we usually get our message or letters from uh, Justin Jr. in Lago, Texas. Yes. And I'm sure now that the aforementioned, yes, now that I'm sure that James is like stealing his little his bet shtick. <laughs> <laughs> it's we're we're going to war. Oh, we're going to the mattresses. <laughs> Ukraine versus Russia here on the Cheddar and Fantasy Football. But you can do that at the CFF podcast at hotmail.com for the Mission Barbecue fan line. So that's it. We're going to get right into the news because we got stuff to talk about. That's right. It's the news and notes, everybody. The stuff you wait for to find out what you should do with your fantasy football team. And we're going to help you. And one of those things is going to end up being, don't go drafted Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) The breaking news from last night. And I I actually have to ask you the question before we even do this. Is it going to be racist for me to talk about this? That I'm just reporting something somebody else said about Colin Kaepernick? Because I know he's protected. It it shouldn't be. But... In the woke society that we you live in now, <laughs> yeah, it's, all it takes is for one person to be offended. I and mean, I, I got to be careful because you heard about Gavin Newsom in in California, right? The governor. I I I know of him, but I don't know what he's done recently. Oh, so you know what the whole Roe v. Wade thing that's going crazy, right? 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 So Gavin Newsom was at a at a little press conference or something outside at some park or whatever in California. Was he wearing a mask? I don't know, but he made the comment saying that. Um, having to do with, with the abortion thing. And he said, because men are not able to get pregnant. And he got ridiculed. He got torn down. He got beat up for saying that men cannot get pregnant. It's, so, I, I mean. Didn't, didn't didn't somebody come to his defense and say it's science? <laughs> well, well I am, I'm not a biologist or anything. <laughs> so, I, if, if he can't even say that. Well, did, did, did you hear what happened in Indiana? No. So the Indiana chicken shit governor um, <laughs> won't, wouldn't, wouldn't sign a bill saying that um, transgender people yeah. cannot compete in opposite sports. Yeah. So men, and his rationale was, well, I don't really see that being a problem here. <laughs> The Amish don't do this exchange. <laughs> so the um, I'm I'm not sure what body of government <laughs> became so outraged. Oh my god! They decided to pass or, or try to pass a law saying that, or, or it was the um, it was the athletic association, okay. the, the Indiana Athletic Association, decided they're going to pass a a, a bill yeah. or a law or whatever they call it in the association. Yeah, that says that. You can compete in sports under the gender which is on your birth certificate. Oh, there you go. So it wasn't all that complicated to do, and they took care of it. Yeah. But now they put the governor in a really awkward spot. Do, do they have enough if he vetoes it to override? Or you don't I, well, he can't override the athletic association. They, he has no say in. Oh, yes. Oh, well, that's good. It's it's a separate body. Well, that's good. Well, and speaking of that kind of fun stuff, did you hear what's going on in New York? No. 
<laughs> New York is going to require all public schools to have to be concerned about menstrual equity. Oh so they're going to require they're going to require feminine hygiene products in all boys' bathrooms. Have to you have to have again? I don't know what this has to do with sports, but you know this. This is why our podcasts always go over time. <laughs> yeah, so all 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 boys' bathrooms are going to have to have uh, tampons and, and and all that kind of stuff because because there might be some transgendered girls that use the boys' bathrooms. Well, by the same token, then will 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 there be one dollar? Polo available in the girls' bathroom for Fake for the tra- for the for the transgender females that want to smell pretty. It's only fair, right? Oh my god! But again, we don't care about being fair. Anyways, we dive back to the breaking news where I'm going to read the stuff and hopefully. I'm actually reading what the guy said, so it won't be bad. (laughs) But Antonio Brown, everybody's beloved wide receiver in the NFL who tries to play and then becomes a fast-growing cancer. Yeah. Um, Been taking a lot of verbal shots, as we know. Yes. At people, including. And now, I'm not an Antonio Brown fan, but I have no problem with him taking verbal shots at the likes of Tom Brady and, and oh, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I it, it, if nothing else, he's entertaining as hell. <laughs> so Antonio Brown had a recent interview on the Cigar Talk podcast. Look it up because it might be one of my new favorites coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and the former Buccaneers receiver put Kaepernick on blast. The subject of the Kaepernick came up when the host pointed out that the quarterback had basically been blackballed by the NFL for kneeling during the national anthem. But- don't don't you wonder? Think think of this. They got they got Antonio Brown sitting down there. Yeah. They're having a conversation. How does the conversation come around to Colin Kaepernick being banned? Well, you know what I bet you it was. I I bet you they thought, look, if we could be woke and talk about Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick and say, oh, isn't it horrible that he got banned oh, oh. for kneeling? Yeah, and Antonio Brown how much, was how going many to, how many years ago? Yeah, and Antonio Brown was just going to. Feed into it, and they were going to be all, oh, look at how, how caring we are. Yeah. Well, Antonio Brown wasn't having any of that. <laughs> and I, and I, do not call me racist. I am reading verbatim <laughs> what Antonio Brown said, because they are in quotes. <clears throat> they asked Antonio Brown for his thoughts on all this, and Brown said, and I quote, but they gave him the money, and they gave him a commercial. They gave him the documentary, Brown said, he took a deal. We don't feel sorry for you. You took the deal. Fuck out of here. Oh, Kaepernick, man. You on fucking Nike. Man, fuck out of here. The So the deal that Brown was refer, referring to was a settlement that Kaepernick and, and Eric Reed reached with the NFL to the quarterback's collusion case. So he filed that in 2017. 2017. Alleging that the NFL's 32 owners colluded against him to keep him out of the league. So... And so not only did Brown point that out, that he's been busy off the field, but he also said he believes that the former 49ers quarterback doesn't actually even want to return to the NFL, despite the fact that he has been throwing balls with ex-NFL players or current NFL players. And Brown continued. And he continued. (laughs) Quote, he don't want to play, man. He was trash, everything. 
So he, he was upset with the fact that Kaepernick may have profited off his on-field prospects. Quote, Kaepernick did all that and took the money and then got the commercial. So this is the second time we brought up the money in the commercial. Yep. Brown said, we don't see Kaepernick outside. Where he at? I ain't even seen him outside. He already took the money three times. All that's cap. I don't know what that means. All that's cap. Spelled C-A-P. As in a baseball cap. No, it should be K-A-P. With yeah, cap maybe that's what it was. Yeah. We ain't respecting that, bro. You took the money, four, and commercials, <laughs> three. We don't see you outside. We don't see him in the hood. He don't do nothing. Is there only one hood? Apparently. Because <laughs> well, and, and we're going to be talking about the hood because he, he named a hood later on. Oh, okay. So he not even from the hood. You don't even, you don't even bend in the trenches, Brown said. He, he's from northern Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. For God's Raised sake. Raised by a white mama. Exactly. Or white, white parents. White parents, yeah. 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 We like Kaepernick and all, but we ain't really on that. As black people, we need to get that clear because when we have moments, ain't nobody giving us no nothing. He took the handout. So he got to take the mayor out and take responsibility for that. <laughs> so then he went and did another interview. Oh. This one was, uh, this is 50 podcast. So he took more issue with... Uh, the host who insinuated that Kaepernick had been mistreated by the NFL. Apparently he didn't listen to the cigar talk podcast where Antonio Brown ain't having that. So so they're having Antonio Brown do the, do the rounds (laughs) or Brown wants to do the rounds to, to, to be the Kaepernick apologist, but he's not the Kaepernick apologist. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, when, when, when he was confronted with, you know, the insinuation that Brown, that Kaepernick had been mistreated by the NFL, Brown goes, he's been treated good, Brown said. He got a Netflix documentary. Four, no, five. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. See, that's the wrong thing about the world. We think, oh, Kaepernick treated so bad because they don't let him play football. Yeah, they didn't let him play football. They gave him commercials. They gave him money. <laughs> and then Brown added that Kaepernick could, could never understand someone like him because they don't walk the same path in life. He continued, Kaepernick, he's a great guy. He stood for a great cause, but he don't understand. So this is still the on the 50 broadcast. He's not from Liberty City. He ain't even built like that. Dudes like me, they ban you. They don't even give you contracts. They don't even want to deal with you. I'm not really an icon right now. You don't see me. You don't see them writing no books about me. So apparently uh, Antonio Brown thinks that he's been banned, even though he's the one that's been. He walked off the field. <sighs> that made my day when I <laughs> you sent that article out. <laughs> Every once in a while I come across oh, a gem. Oh, my God. Like, Okay, so does that mean that Antonio Brown's pissed that he never got a commercial? I- I'm saying yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, you know, context. Yeah, I mean, you know. He only mentioned it six or seven times. But now, if, if you would have been, if all these other podcasts would have been smart enough to listen to us over the last, well, oh, I don't know, since 2017 when this all started. Yeah. We were saying from day one, Kaepernick don't want to play football. No. Kaepernick wants to, the spotlight to be on yeah. Kaepernick. Yeah. 
He he just wants a spotlight. So he, he wants can, to be the martyr, so he can make some more cash. Exactly. Yeah. And and be out there with his fourteen inch afro and his um, Kunta Kinte t shirt. Yes. Oh. He must have that uh, patented or something. Because, <laughs> but again, we, we we digress from the fun that was the NFL draft. Yes. And uh, that happened what last week Thursday. Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Did not Sunday. go anything like. We were led to believe for the month prior. No, no, no. Nothing. Still did okay in my bets. <laughs> More than broke even. Yeah, that's right. Even, even as screwy as it went, I still did okay. <laughs> but but it led one the one big question I, I, I had that on Thursday night was was do you ever wonder why Arizona never wins anything? The first round of draft would oh. give you the answer. That you've been searching for. I'm I'm concerned about what's going on in New England. I'm thinking Bill might be senile. I'm worried about what's going on in Seattle. I don't think they have a clue. Uh, Carolina, we already know, don't have a clue. So when it comes to Arizona, basically they just ended up calling up Baltimore and said, hey, would you take the number 23 pick for the rights to Hollywood Brown? That's not what happened. That's not? Hollywood Brown organized that whole thing. Did he? Yep. Because oh Hollywood Brown used to play with yeah, Kyler Oklahoma. Murray, yeah, yeah. So he would just he he wanted he wanted out of Baltimore. He told um, Lamar Smith or Lamar Jackson, sorry, Lamar, he told Lamar Jackson that he was going to go. Well, now see, Lamar Jackson made it look like oh, this I didn't know anything about this. No, it's not true. And and so much so much that this was set up was how did how how did Hollywood Brown show up at the Arizona draft party? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was there on that draft night, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, from what I understand, that this deal had been in the works yeah. a long time. Correct. And to the point where... But it was the only team that was going to... Because they had a deal. Yes. Like saying, you can't talk about this, otherwise the deal's off. Correct. Because they wanted to, no one else to be involved in this. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, that save us a little bit of time. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. <laughs> and not to be outdone by the Marquise Brown thing, <laughs> the Titans took in took in a haul for wide receiver AJ Brown. Yeah, when he was traded on draft night to the Philadelphia, that was, that was kind of shocking. I was, yeah, because they were talking all, the whole time like nothing's nothing's happening between. He, he's getting a long term contract yep, and this yep. and that and well, and he did. Yeah, just not with Tennessee. Right. Right. Weird. So it's trades like that that make me rethink the whole idea that the players really want to win championships. Oh, money. Money trumps Devante everything. Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Yep. Marquise Brown going to, well, I mean, he's not going to win a championship with Baltimore or Arizona. No, no. So it's more looking like, what? where can I get my sack of cash? Right. Yeah. What, do they, what do they call it? Uh, give me my. The bag? The bag? The bag? Yeah, the bag. The bag. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm trying to stay up with the hip kids with what they're saying these days. <laughs> so that trade was made, and then what the the Eagles went and selected. Um, what's his name? Oh, which uh, no, not the Eagles. The Tennessee Titans went and took Traylon Burks. Oh, Traylon Burks, yeah. So they got rid of AJ Brown and got themselves a Traylon Burks, which I, was a good move. I, I'd much rather have the proven AJ Brown. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but no, AJ Brown has been injured now every season again too. Right, but because of what they do, they're they're a run first team. Right, AJ Brown's out there blocking. You don't ask stud receivers to go out and block. I mean, yes, they should be able to, but you don't ask them to do it very often because this is what happens: they get hurt. 
Yeah. It's like Debo Samuel, Samuel playing running back. He's going to get hurt. Yeah. Well, the best move of the night, however, doesn't go to either one of those. Okay. It goes to everybody's favorite head coach, um, Matt Campbell. Was it Matt Mike? Who's the guy in Detroit? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, yeah. Dan Campbell. Eating kneecaps. <laughs> who, after the Jaguars went and made Trevon Walker the first pick in the draft, apparently ran the card up mm-hmm. to the commissioner yep. for Aiden Hutchinson so fast that it pissed off the NFL. Yep. But here's the funny thing. I heard the Packers were doing the same thing. Really? After? The Packers, after the, at least their first three picks. Yeah. They were up there instantaneously with their pick because they knew who they wanted. Okay, and and I I heard this on on all the all the Packer podcasts oh. were saying about how they were you know yeah they got the guys they wanted they, they you know they were up there right away with the cards I'm like okay well, if you know it, who you want but but they didn't give them time to set things up and let the drama build and that's what they were pissed off about yeah because apparently what I learned after this all happened yeah because <laughs> they had to explain it so when when a team team A makes their pick yep. uh, Jacksonville Jaguars select Traylon Trayvon Walker. Um, as soon as Jacksonville turns in their card, the process goes that the NFL then calls the next team on that's up and says, you are on the clock. This is who is drafted. So then the commissioner comes out and reads the card Mm -hmm. and then they're waiting for the next team to make their pick. So by the time the first team makes their pick, there's already what a minute or two that's, gone off the clock for yeah. the other team. Yeah. So it's not like the clock starts after the commissioner reads the card. Right. Oh, it was just kind of funny that before the commissioner even read the card. But don't don't you think Dan Campbell had his pick in. Don't you think it's weird though that the, the uh, shouldn't they be able to regulate that better? So the card comes up. So what? Yeah, you hold on to it for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah, we well, how come you hold on to the card? Oh, we have a process that we go yeah. through. We hand it in when the commissioner does this. We have to let ESPN babble away yeah. about Trayvon Walker and how about how yeah. bad of a pick this was. The, the fans want to hear about this guy, <laughs> yeah. you know. So he's here in some goofy ass suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There were some suits. Man. We gotta Whoa. get him on camera, and we have to pimp this whole thing out with yeah. him putting his cap on in the camera mirror, and get the and get the uh, the the uh, wrong number jersey on him. <laughs> so NFL writer Peter King explained after the Jaguars pick Trayvon Walker after they picked him number one, the Lions told the league the pick was in, and it was Hutchinson within a minute of the Walker pick. So we turned the card in so fast, Lee got mad at us," said the one lines official. But uh, if that, I was him, I'd say, "Screw you!" But it was a great our job. Our job yeah. is to is to take the guy that we want. Yeah, we don't want this dragging on all night. Yeah, we got another pick coming up at thirty two, and exactly. we don't want to be sitting here till three in the morning. Exactly. So uh, Lions got their hometown boy, and they were just happy as hell. And it, hopefully, it works out. Yeah. Well, it worked out. It worked out for my my bets. Yeah, I had both of those. Yeah, I, I had that too, and then we had um, Kayvon Thibodeau under five, right? Yeah, yeah, so, or under five and a half, I believe it was, but that was good. A lot of things worked out, except the whole Desmond Ritter thing, because only one quarterback went in the first round. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. I mean, he was the second quarterback taken. He yeah. could easily been the first quarterback. Yeah, because yeah. I was man, that was plus fourth. That would have made a lot. I of know, money. I know. <laughs> and then I couldn't believe Garrett Wilson. I I thought that was a lock. I wasn't worried about the Garrett Wilson being the first receiver. 
Oh, I had heard. I had heard for weeks that Drake Drake uh, was going to be number one. one. Yeah, oh. and, but but they were but they were saying it to the Jets. Yeah, they were saying Drake London first to the Jets, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm in. Okay. And well, it wasn't to the Jets, but it was still number one. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing that happens each year in the draft is the talking heads who end up getting most of their predictions wrong. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, what is it? Fantasy, fantasy football. We 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 did our little draft thing at champs like we normally do. okay okay henry had the all the picks from the all the mock drafts from the different places okay and he was paying attention to is it ff fantasy football he could he could no, he could have just gone pff to one, pro he, pro football forecast yeah they do a ton of stuff none of their picks were right no they're they're wrong about <laughs> everything every everyone was henry goes well over 12 <laughs> <laughs> he could have just done grind in the mocks <laughs> That that does that compil does Put a compilation of yeah does a compilation of all the sites. Oh man, so so yes, yeah, so we had those the same guys who predicted four quarterbacks being drafted in the first round are now telling us which teams had the best draft. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we're dealing with now is is the letter grades. Well, you know, here's the funny thing: I've heard over and over and over again how great Kansas City's draft was. If you lay Kansas City's draft side by side with the Packers draft, yeah. They're almost identical. Yeah, they didn't take a, a receiver first either. Didn't take a receiver in the and first round. They had round. two picks in the first round. Took two other guys. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. It was like it was like like they're mirroring each other. Right. And oh, Kansas City had a great draft. Oh, it's like Packers had a had a what did what did um Dan Orlovsky say? It's a, oh, Dan Orlovsky's a jackass. <laughs> oh, my fudge plus or something. Oh, like what 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 the hell is he talking about when he's like they should have traded up for a receiver? A rookie receiver is a rookie receiver, Dan. Right. If, if yeah. you don't know that by now, uh, but I'll I'll never understand the post draft grades. No, I mean the players have not taken part in right. a single practice. Right, they haven't played a single NFL snap. But we're supposed to be in awe of the Detroit Lions taking a stud with the second draft pick. Of course they did. Right, well, that's what they, they kept saying. Oh, the Giants after the oh. first day, everybody was peeing themselves about how great the Giants draft was. Like, well, then, they better have done well. Then, then they let it play out. They sucked the entire rest of the draft. It's like, yeah, when you get too high picks, you can't hardly do anything but get something right. Uh, we have some bad news, though, for uh, Dynasty and Keeper League GMs. Uh-oh. Do you hear about Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Suspended six games for violating the league's substance abuse policy. For performance enhancing drugs, yeah, he um, he appealed it and unappealed it within hours. <laughs> like, yeah, so I don't know. You're what, not going to win this. I, I don't know what they said to him, <laughs> but it had to be something pretty pretty strong because he took it down right away. So I was thinking. So did they know that this was coming? That's why they made the Deon, the uh, Marquise Brown trade. But no, the Marquise the Marquise Brown, Brown trade was way in the works before that. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, sadly, sadly for Cardinals fans. This does mean Marquise Brown will be your number one receiver. Well, there's still AJ Green, don't forget. Sadly for <laughs> Cardinals fans, this means Marquise Brown will be your number one receiver <laughs> for at least the first six games of the season. Uh, and like you said, AJ Green to the outside, Rondale Moore to slot position. Of course. Now, now of course, this is all assuming that AJ Green is healthy come the start of the season. Well, you know, they, they lost that stud they had their christian kirk so yeah uh, some good news for dynasty gms oh would be that sounds like good news for trey mcbride 
the rookie tight end who was drafted by the Cardinals this year. As for for Hopkins, Arizona Cardinals could be um, could be a cut candidate in twenty twenty three. DeAndre, mm. if things don't go well for him once he returns, because um, I think this is a. I don't think they're going to put up with that shit. No, but we'll see. I think they gave up a lot to get him though, too. So we learned one good thing about. Yeah, they did, didn't they? We learned one good thing about one of the rookie quarterbacks uh, regarding his fall down the draft list. That player, Matt Corral, who was reportedly uh, scared off NFL teams after he admitted he had issues with depression and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And he also reportedly did not interview well. Panthers, though, they didn't care. Yeah. They took him late in the draft saying they loved his skill set on tape. Yeah, well, did his tape show him drinking vodka <laughs> sours all day? Yeah. Corral was described by some as a party boy quarterback, and that was a concern for some teams. Teams were also worried that he plays with little regard for his safety, and that's why injuries are a concern with him. So my question is, and this is going to come up a lot, where was all that pre-draft? I know. I, I, apparently... Uh, what I'm what I'm understanding or what has because um what did I hear um Malik Willis yeah they said you know you know how before the draft everybody was ooing oh, and eyeing amazing, what a great amazing, guy. Amazing. oh and he stopped and he helped this homeless man yes, and he's yes. oh what a great character guy yes some coach that somebody asked asked a coach about him and mm-hmm. the coach said well <clears throat> let's just say that he has a High school seniors' um, um, understanding of defenses. Oh, he goes. So if you want to put that in your, he goes. In in the in college, you can get away with it because they just section off parts of the field and guys are running wide open all the time. Yeah. So they can do that. Yeah. In the NFL, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. So that's that's why people started to get off of him a little bit because apparently he's not a really good. Um, well, I don't remember which team it was, but I think it's in my little um, ranking of the rookies. But one of the teams, I think it was Seattle, said that he is nowhere near ready no. for NFL action. Yeah, and I think this is what they're talking about. He, he can't read defenses. <laughs> he he just goes back there, and if a guy's not wide open, he doesn't know what to do. Well, remember that all came out when, when uh, Michael Vick was drafted. Yeah. Said that he was dumb as a rock. Yeah. He didn't didn't know just, the playbook. Just has, yep. and it, this was it's sounding like with Willis is that he's got all kinds of incredible talent. Yeah, but he doesn't have the brain pan to go with it. <laughs> but he has those t shirts to homeless people. There you go. So, yeah, which is a free, nice thing. Free, but free you know, t shirts that he got for that doesn't get you extra yards on the field. Exactly. Vic Taffer from the Atlanta Athletic believes Las Vegas Raiders rookie running back Zamir White could be a starter for the team in twenty twenty three. New Raiders GM Dave Ziegler is schooled in the quote-unquote Patriots way. Oh. And that means being a cost-effective at the running back position. Well, Jacobs and, um, and uh, um, Richard. Uh, or no, not Richard. Um, um, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake are both uh, free agents after this. Yeah, year. and they didn't, they didn't um, pick up the contract extension. Yeah. Or the fifth year option, or whatever. Not looking good. Plus, plus, you have a new uh, coaching staff. So, right from the Patriots. Yeah, they have no. And apparently, they have a new president. I, I think he's gone. Yeah, they they got rid of him. Yeah, yeah, because they got. He was there for like two days. Yeah. So this is what the 
Is this going to be a third or fourth in within a ten month period? Yeah, I don't. Get, I, don't I don't even know what happened. I, I don't. Either, I, I, I couldn't find it anywhere. I just saw it that he was no that he stepped down, and I'm like, well, he apparently brought something up to um, Mark Davis. Mark Davis about something going on in in the organization, and from what I understand, don't know if this is true, but Davis didn't like it. Let him go. Huh. So I don't. I don't know what's going on. So our culture is don't, don't talk about <laughs> don't, it. Don't talk about it. Don't, don't ask, don't it's tell. Like Washington. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, all kinds of stuff's going to come out about the Raiders. Right, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of questionable draft choices, the Jets selected Brees Hall in the second round of the draft. Connor Hughes from The Athletic believes the New York Jets will use rookie Brees Hall and second-year running back Michael Carter as a one-two punch this season. Carter is too good to ride the bench. Yeah. And and now that the team selected arguably the best running back in the draft, well, he was until he got selected by the Jets. Uh, yeah, their, their offensive line isn't great either. So. No. So Hall, who is going to be basically the 101 yeah. in rookie drafts. Um, he still will be in a lot of drafts. I mean, people so? just blindly... People, you know, people have that running back thing in their head. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I got to take a running back. Got to take a running back. Well... Not if he's not any good. Or, I mean, not that he's not any good. He's in a bad situation. Right. So the stuff I was reading said, uh, look at him posting RB2 numbers in 2022. And then that he is basically a flex position type guy. He's Javante Williams of this year. Whoa. whoa. He's good. He's just stuck in a crappy situation. All right. More rookie news. The Tennessee Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks. Is likely to be used in a fashion similar to what AJ Brown, uh, and that he could have an impact in multiple areas because of volumes of touches that he is going to likely get early as a rookie, according to it, ESPN's Jordan Reed. It's a run first offense, <laughs> but there'll Who be a lot of targets. Can, no, yeah, because Ryan Tannehill. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, no. <laughs> Uh, Tennessee better hope that's true, you know, because after trading away A.J. Brown during the first round of the draft this season, they need something well, Robert, that's going to scare Robert people. Woods will be a, a, a huge step up from Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And if Traylon Burks can be, like I said, if he can be Jalen Waddle of last year. Right. Or somewhere close to that. And with the Titans running a run-first offense, mm-hmm. that means a lot of short passes, right? Yep, yep. So last year, Burks caught 45 of 66 passes within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. For it was, wasn't, wasn't he the slant king? Was, yeah. he the, was he the Michael Thomas of this year in college? I believe so. The he slant. doesn't have speed, though. Yeah, no. but, well, that's what I'm saying. You know, Michael Thomas made all his all his catches you know, and slants across the middle and then just outran everybody to the corner. Speaking you know. of which, I have a Michael Thomas available. Oh, there you go. That's L- in a um, little, little commercial there for you. Or did I cut him already in the keep? Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, word out of Washington is that the commander's fifth-round draft choice, tight end Cole Turner, has the potential to be used by the team more as a big wide receiver in the passing game uh, rather than the tight end that he was drafted as. Oh, is this is this um, Evan Ingram 2.0? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how many how many tight ends every year do we hear? Oh, they're going to use them in the slot. They're going to use them, and, and you never hear of them again. It's like, oh, come on. Turner did play receiver in his first two years in college at Nevada and transitioned to tight end in 2020. Because he was a fat guy. Yeah, science. 
Depending on the truth of this rumor, your draft board in Dynasty may change a bit in the receiver department or may not because he's so far down the list anyway. I know. It's like, (laughs) do I care? And I put this one in here just for you. In more Washington Commander news. Oh, boy. Rookie running back Brian Robinson was chosen in 2022 NFL draft with an eye on pairing him with Antonio Gibson in the same kind of way head coach Ron Rivera utilized D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart with the Carolina Panthers from 2011 to 2014. Which which would be fine, <laughs> but they also have J.J. Krapkistic <laughs> catching passes. So Gibson, who is was the best pass-catching running back in his draft, and they don't use him like that. Yeah. I'm like... I, I may not save him. I, I may not save him. I, I may just go. I, I'm tired. I'm done. I, I may just go, David Montgomery, I love you. The Bears suck, but I'm going to keep you. News out of Green Bay regarding rookie wide receiver Christian Watson. He could be used in a variety of ways outside of simply being a boundary wide receiver. Yeah, they're, they're coming off. They're finally coming off that he's 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 going to fill in for Marquez Valdez Scantling. I was yeah. like, stop it. <laughs> Uh, in the opinion of Jack Cruz of Packers Wire, Watson is also versatile. He plays snaps at running back for North Dakota State University. Okay, the NFL is not North Dakota State University. Exactly. Have we not learned this with Trey? He's, he's six foot four. And Carson Wentz. He's not going to be a running back. And he was an All American kick returner. He's the number one receiver on the Packers. He is not going to be a kick returner. <laughs> Stupid. Well, you don't really think he's going to be a number one receiver, do you? Yes. Over Amari Rogers? Over El Lazard? A hundred percent, yes. Rainbow bet. Oh, are you are you serious? You want to do that? Yeah. You want to lose more money on I'm, those rainbow I, bets? I, I'm I'm giving you these Packers ones, little crumbs. <laughs> oh, wrong one. Wrong one. I'm I'm oh, jumping oh, all over sorry. that. Sorry, he uh, he declined it. Sorry. <laughs> no. no, I'm taking that. Scaredy so cat. You going to say Christian Watson's the number one receiver? Yes. Okay. Are, are we talking about, we're talking about fa- lineup fa- fantasy? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, in Lafleur's offense, Watson could be used as a perimeter deep threat, gadget weapon, or even in the backfield, said Cruz. Why in the hell would they use him as a gadget weapon? Because these guys, who is this Cruz guy see, anyway? Because he's white. Okay. He's he's from the Packers wire. So so he's so he's Jordy, Jordy Nelson. He's Jordy Nelson. Yeah. So why haven't they been comparing him to Jordy Nelson instead of Marquez Valdez Scantling? <laughs> they I, forgot about Jordy. I actually think that um, Romeo Dubs. Yeah, I got the pronunciation from somebody. Okay, it's not Dubs, it's Dubs. Dubs. Um, <laughs> Dubs better, man. Dub, what's happening? Um, he is looking more like the MVS replacement. Really. But he's also looking like the um, kick return guy. No, they said Christian Watson. No, they are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you hear Atlanta released Mike Davis? And the reason for that may be as simple as this. Tyler Algier, Tyler Algier has a chance to be the team's opening day starter in 2022. Yep. In the opinions of ESPN's Michael Rothstein. That's a guy that made a good, a good, um, well, didn't make a good decision, but got selected to a good spot. Right, so. right. Rothstein said there will be opportunity for Algier to make the impact as a rookie. There's even a chance he ends up as a team's opening day starter in September because it's a room that's wide open. 
it would have been better. It would have been that even if Davis had remained on the roster, Algier would probably be the starter. Yeah. Davis is nothing. Okay. All right. Settle down. He's out of the league. He's like he Antonio he, Gibson. He won't even be on it. He won't be. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Stop. In other news that could affect fantasy GMs across the country, it looks like Baker Mayfield will be staying put in Cleveland until June at the earliest. This news was released by Ian Rappaport, who also states that the date to move Baker keeps moving back. It was supposed to, of course, you know, happen on night one of the draft. Yeah. And now that's moved to June. Well, could, could it just be Baker shutting his big mouth for a month maybe and letting everything settle down? He needs to just shut up. He needs to shut up. It's like, Jesus, Grow stop talking. And be the man that Cleveland wants to have at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it, but here's the funny thing. Who who do they have on their roster? Do you know what they have on their roster besides Deshaun Watson? and? Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, um, Is it Brissett? Uh, Jacoby Brissett. And okay. then there's somebody else even. So, so, so they have two other crappy quarterbacks yeah. on their. So we know for a fact Deshaun Watson's going to miss at least six games. Minimum. Yes. Well, whenever that finally happens. Yeah. But I've heard two things now recently. Mm-hmm. Number one is that he's going to miss at least eight games. Okay. They're saying. But they're also saying that no time frame in when that, when that happens. It could be after this year. So it could be next year. It could be next year. Yeah, because... Like we talked which, about last which, night. Which would screw Cleveland on their yeah. whole, we're going to set well, this up. Well, screw Deshaun Watson, too. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he'll get his he'll get his $2 million this year or whatever the hell it is. $1 million this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be the best. That would be hilarious. That, and I would not put it past the NFL to be that petty. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you're going you're gonna, like, to yeah, screw around with us? We're in no rush. On, yeah. yeah, go ahead and let him play this yeah, year we, for a million. We let him go all last year. <laughs> Uh, no, but they were saying too that the reason they might want to keep Baker is if they think that yeah. Deshaun's going to get suspended. Like, listen, Baker, here's your chance: play six games, win six games for us. Yeah, show us, show the league, show everybody that that you're capable of doing this under and, adverse conditions yeah. and being an adult about it. Right, rather than being the petty little bitch yeah. that you've been. And we'll help you out after that. Yeah. And and get you to a different team. Yeah. You you pick the team, we'll work the deal. Right. And did you hear another player on the team came out, was it yesterday or sometime this last week, where uh they were asked, Hey, so um, you know that whole video that Odell Beckham's dad put out? Yeah. They said, Did you did you watch that video? To the teammate and the team goes team guy goes, Watch the video. I live that every day in practice. Oh, he's not, you know, he might be more hated than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I was like, he's got all these commercials. What a great guy he is. What a fun, what a fun little guy he is and everything. And, and, and I, I actually appreciated him playing last year cause he was hurt the whole year. Right. And, and he played through it, but to be such a, whiny little bitch yeah it's like geez just shut up so this this is where the fun starts with the nfl draft a week behind us it's time to relook at this year's crop of rookies mm. that will uh, be available to fantasy football gms and how they may have helped their situation or hurt their situation depending on where they went in the draft 
Of course, as with many things, the best place to start is with the top-rated players pre-draft. In this case, both of those players in my list are going to be follow, falling down mm-hmm. that list after what happened in the draft this year. Like we like we talked about in the news and notes, pretty much everybody's consensus one and two rated rookies off the board for Dynasty would be Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, right? Yep. Both players ended up on the Jets. <laughs> and I don't think either one of them is happy about that. No. I think the same goes for fantasy GMs. They got to be crossing their fingers and hoping that the, the quarterback comes <laughs> does, on, something. does something. Yeah. Should we, should we start with Brees Hall? Yeah, I mean that's the consent. The, he's everybody's consensus number one. One one oh one. Yeah. Uh, with him landing on the Jets, I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, here's my reasoning as to why he's tumbling on draft board. Number one, let's remember that the Jets are very far from winning anything. Yes. They tried to help their team last year when they drafted North Carolina rookie running back Michael Carter, mm-hmm. and he finished the year with a whopping 639 rushing yards in 14 games. That isn't even, and I did some quick math. Okay. That's not even 50 yards a game. Yeah. Well, you know, to get a, to get 1,000 yards in you 17 games. Do 64. Just under 60 yards a game. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and now I'm, I'm not just saying everyone i'm me especially but i think there's a lot more than just me out there i'm willing to agree that michael carter is a better nfl prospect than Brees hall no i don't think i would say that no no oh i like Brees hall i hate the situation he landed in yeah and everybody keeps saying about how great new york's going to be in all this net it all depends on zach wilson right if he does not step up oh remember when when um Oh, who's the guy that they traded to Carolina? Uh, uh, Donald or uh, uh, <laughs> quarterback uh, Donaldson? Oh, uh, Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, he just needs more talent around him. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He never developed. He right. went to Carolina. Oh, and this change of situation. It never was, developed. Yeah. Same thing can happen for Zach Wilson. And guess what? That's going to do for all these great offensive players. Right. Don't have a quarterback. Don't have an offense. Don't have an offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. And number Brees Hall wasn't needed by the Jets. Oh, God, no. They should have drafted on defense or offensive line. Yeah. I mean, I don't see how he's going to do anything more than what Michael Carter did last year. Well, and and the weird thing is he can't do what Michael Carter did last year because he's going to be split in time. Michael Carter wasn't split in time. It's going to be a committee situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I was just reading one of these – uh, online um, bits and they he, and that's what they said they say he might not be a full-time starter right away but <laughs> you know it's like okay well that's not good yeah not for the guy who's supposed to be the best player in the draft yeah well fantasy wise yeah it sucks that he went here it's like why couldn't he have gone to a team that really needed to, i mean go to arizona Right. A team that's on the come really needs a needs running, a running back. Yeah. yeah. Well, a bunch of teams. Well, I mean they they could have Miami. Oh man. Yeah. And then, then there's a second guy that's going to be tumbling down my draft boards, Garrett Wilson. Also drafted by the Jets. Onto a team with Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. There's no way Garrett gets a chance to be wide receiver one. No, again, it'll be it'll be a, a timeshare again. Yeah. yeah. Three guys trying to split up 
the passing yards that they get out of a second-year quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I think the best thing for Wilson is going to be that he's going to see some snaps as a, in three wide receiver yeah. situations. Yeah. Uh, then you also have to remember that big-time rookie wide receivers are few and far between. And in Wilson's case, he also has the added disadvantage with Zach Wilson being a second-year quarterback who's still unproven and shaky at his position. Mm-hmm. Nothing more than a depth option, I think, for Garrett Wilson this year. Uh, might be a good pickup for Dynasty Leagues. But, I mean, in redrafts, no, man, that's a late-round thing. I don't even know if he's touchable as a, as a, in a redraft league. I wouldn't put him on my roster. Okay. Enough for the negatives for a little bit. <laughs> Let's go to one of my big roster risers on my draft board. Okay. And that's going to be Traylon Burks. The Titans started draft night out by trading away A.J. Brown which opened the door for the new number one guy in Nashville. And that guy ended up being Traylon Burks, the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted. The pick along with the Browns, uh, Brown trade pretty much ensures Burke will immediately be in a starting situation alongside Robert Woods. The other positive coming from this is that Titans offensive scheme complements the tools that Burks already has to succeed. I like to see him get, oh man, I would say, what do you think over 100 targets? Well, I, w- I, I, I as we were talking at breakfast, mm-hmm. I think any of these um, quote unquote elite wide receivers this year would be doing well to repeat what um, Jalen Waddle got last year in Miami, which was 103 catches, a, a little over 1,000 yards, five or six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. If any of these guys gets that, I'd be thrilled to death. Right. And now, I know Dan's going to think I'm I'm lying, <laughs> but if I were the guy with the number one pick in Dynasty right now, it's going to be between Traylon Burks for me and the next guy on the board, and that's uh, Kenneth Walker, the running back uh, who's drafted by Seattle. Now, you told me something this morning about Seattle that I was not aware of, but it makes Kenneth Walker maybe even jump now ahead of Traylon Burks for me. And that was about Carson, Chris Carson, right? Chris Carson, yes. That he might not even be on the team this year? There's a strong possibility he had uh, neck fusion surgery. There's a strong possibility that he never plays again. And on top of that, after Chris Carson, you have some guy named Rashad Penny, who Seattle went and drafted in the first round a couple years ago. He hasn't done skull what? Well, he had a good he had a good last uh, what six games last year, whatever it was. You know, he finally lived, lived up to what they thought he could be. Yeah, but it's a small sample size, and, if Kenneth, and he's only under contract through this year. Yes. Yeah. So if Kenneth Walker does show anything, correct. I mean, Chris Carson's probably not back because he's even if he does make it back this year, it's his final year of the contract. Yeah, and he so he'd he'd be upping as a. I mean, he's not going to be super because he signed he signed a cheap deal to come back, right? Which is weird, um, but I, I don't think that um, you're not going to bring him back cheaper than Kenny Walker. No, so no, because you got what four or five years with Kenny Walker is a yeah cheap guy because he was a four. He was a second round pick, second round pick. So yeah. Jesus. So. Um, yeah, and then and then like you said, Rashad Penny's on his final year too, so yeah. I doubt he's back next year. Yeah. I would I would think not. 
because if he, if he plays really well this year, well, his price goes crazy. Right. So they're not going to bring him back. If he plays like crap, they're not going to want to bring him back. So. Right. Another guy I like, um, Drake London. It was pretty clear that he was projected to Atlanta during the pre-draft process, and he's going to join the Falcons with strong target upside in his rookie year. Being paired alongside Kyle Pitts could prove to be one of the biggest tandems for targets in the NFL. The only question is, <laughs> will Marcus Mariota get the ball to him? Exactly. And if he can't, or if there's injury or ineffective prob- ineffectiveness problems with Mariota, is Desmond Ritter going to be um, accurate enough to get him the ball? Yeah. But I, I, I like Ritter in Atlanta, but that's that's not a for this year. That's not a first round. No thing that's just down the road that's that's a down the road dynasty pick yes yes another big mover up the board for me chris olave who was taken by the new orleans saints i love the landing spot for olave alongside a now healthy and rejuvenated michael thomas uh the the sports talking heads are talking that with michael thomas coming back it's like the the saints got two first round wide receiver picks well, the the guy that they're the guy that they're comparing Olave to is Michael Thomas, right? So it's like they get two of the same guy, which is I don't know, I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm not I'm not sure what Winston's going to be like because he didn't have a big enough sample size last year to he played well in the games that he played in, but then he got hurt and right. And with like much like Chris Carson and um, Rashad Penny. This is also Michael Thomas's final year of his contract. So if Chris Olave does anything, mm-hmm. say goodbye to Michael Thomas. Yep. Because we all know teams like going uh, cheap. Yeah. They uh, got to if they're going to They have to with yeah. all the money that's being thrown around. Yeah, the wide receivers are getting crazy money now. So Yeah. Other quarterback pro- pro- prospects, like we talked about, Malik Willis, who went oh, to Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. You skipped uh, Jameis, Jameis and Williams? Yeah. And Sky Moore. Well, I skipped Jameis, Jameis and Williams because I'm not sure he's going to do much this year <sighs> as he's getting over the injury. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Jameis and Williams over everybody but except, except Traylon Burks. Really? Yeah. I, Detroit. I, Goff is the best quarter of, of all those guys. You think Goff is a good quarterback? No. Oh. But he's better than all those other guys. He's better than Mariota. He's better than um, Jameis Winston. He's better than um, who am I missing? So you're not talking. You're not talking this year that he's going to do anything. Oh, I think he's going to do something this year. Yeah, but he's, he's how many games is he going to miss coming off his None. injury? You don't think so? No. I'll, okay, rainbow bet. He plays week one. Really? Push the right one. You you really think that? Yes. All right, I'll, I'll take that one too. So what what's the other one that we have? Oh, um, Christian Watson's going to be the number one fantasy receiver in that, that's, Green Bay. That, that's two slam dunks for me so far today. Oh my god! And then and then Sky Sky Moore. How can you skip Sky Moore? Well, I I what's a Sky? He's going to be the number one receiver in Kansas City. You think so? He's replacing three kill, one for one. He's going to be the number one receiver over Travis Kelsey. What, number one wide receiver. Okay. Yeah, not not the not not the number one target, but it'll be the number one wide receiver. 
I also didn't do George Pickens. I'm okay with that. You're right? Yeah. Okay. And what about Jahan Dotson? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we move through quarterbacks now? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to your open houses on uh, time. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Malik Willis, who was supposed to be what? Possibly the first quarterback off the board, maybe the second quarterback off the board in the first round? Yeah. Fell to the third of the NFL draft after some pundits thought he could possibly be the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, and, and like I told you at breakfast this morning, what what I heard from some talking head talking to an undisclosed coach, you love these things where they don't yeah. tell you who it yeah, is. Yeah. But they, the, the coach said that um, Malik Willis was akin to a high school senior yeah. as far as his knowledge of um, defenses. Yeah. So it's like, okay, do you want a professional quarterback that it has the level of understanding of defenses oh, of a high school senior? Probably not. And like I said, I was right. It was Seattle that came out post-draft and said that they believed Malik was nowhere near NFL ready. That's why they passed on him. You know, and as we talked about earlier, too, amazing how all these negatives come out after the draft. Yes. Because before that, Malik Willis was, oh, can't miss stud. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, he's the next great thing. No matter who takes the first quarterback, it's going to be Malik Start Willis. Start carving no. that bust right now for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Malik Willis, oh, my. <laughs> Apparently, this is what, this is what um, they're saying about him. He only throws fastballs and doesn't show much feathering of passes over over second-level defenders. Who, who does that sound like? Michael, Michael Vick. No. Lamar Jackson. No. Best quarterback in the league right now. Tom Brady? No. Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen. Yeah. They said he could he could throw a strawberry through a battleship. But he couldn't hit <laughs> but he couldn't hit the battleship. That was the first year though. That was that well, was exactly. True. Yeah. Exactly. Um, these guys some of these guys actually have the ability. They just haven't learned yet because, you know, the college coaching or the situation they're in or whatever. Right. They're, that's what they're saying about Christian Watson. He oh gosh he had no production when he was in college at at a, at a small school why why couldn't he get production because they don't throw the fucking ball they've won three and uh, three what whatever division they are division fourteen double double B <laughs> yeah they've won three in the last four years of of the titles yeah because they run the ball even their quarterbacks run the ball yeah so well, Trey Lance yeah exactly you know their guy was overdrafted played one game. There you go. And then the year before played, didn't he, or wasn't even the starter, wasn't even the number one quarterback. No, no. Oh, but, uh, oh, and then as you were mentioning about him being the high school level, you know, knowledge of the game. Yeah. That was the other thing that, that he'll run at the first sign of trouble mm-hmm. instead of go through his progressions. Tuck and run. I don't know where all this was pre-draft. I know. <laughs> Other running back prospect, uh, Isaiah Spiller. Went to the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep, was a big fourth round pick for the Chargers. Yeah, could could be a good situation because, um, what's it? What, what, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler can't stay healthy. So well, and they're they're thinking that um, they like him to be a big part of the Chargers' offense, possibly even as a running back one, if he proves it to be capable of handling the lead role. That it could help the Chargers put Eckler back in place as the change of pace back that he truly is. Yeah. Because he's being overused. It'd make it make it perfect sense. And then there was another running back that you liked a lot. Oh, Spiller could be interesting. Mm-hmm. 
you can't the, you can't take him early, but no. But who's the other running back you were talking about this morning? Was oh it? James Cook? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out. There's a lot of heat coming his way right now. So, cause there, you know, like I said, everybody, everybody that's everybody said, oh, you know, he's too small. He's only he'll only be a third down pass catching back. Blah blah blah. Devin Singletary again, <laughs> five foot seven inches, two hundred and three pounds. James Cook, five foot eleven. 199 pounds. I think he can put on four pounds. That'll be easy. Go to Eddie Lacy China Buffet. <laughs> there you go. Or Gummy Bears. Or the DeAndre Hopkins oh, PED Center. Exactly. But then you miss games. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't help with the paycheck. That's only if you get caught. <laughs> How many years is, is uh, Hopkins been doing this? Now? And, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. I hope that helps you all out with your getting ready for your your dynasty and your redrafts coming up you're welcome dan <laughs> yeah any questions or comments about our picks let us know cff podcast at hotmail.com on the mission barbecue hotmail or email line or the mountain dew spark fan line 414-520-8249 it's time to get in the club and have wayne make some picks I was gonna go over some okay. some more um, bets I made, but we'll okay. do that on the next one. Yeah, r- r- remind me too. I have to ask you, a, or I have to ask you a question. Okay, something something didn't add up to me, so I wanted to. Okay, because maybe I just don't understand it. Okay, entirely possible. But until then, we'll do that after while we're uploading the okay site because yeah, don't need to know how the cake's baked here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Just know that the oven's hot. It's time for the fantasy girl, everybody. The the longest running episodic part of this podcast. It's been here since day one. And we continue this week with our fantasy girl of the week. Find her on the website, cffpodcast.com on the fantasy girl tab. This week, Laiz Ribeiro. Laiz Pereira de Oliveira was born October 5th, 1989 in Teresina, Piauí, Brazil. Okay. Easy for you to say. (laughs) She's a Brazilian model known for her work as a Victoria's Secret Angel. And speaking of easy for you to say, we have to do the all-name rookies coming up on the next episode. Yes, yes. There's a couple of them. (laughs) One one of the free agents that the Packers signed uh, from Utah. There's a couple of tight ends. Yeah. That that, that are um, Albert. Oh, like Albert Oish? Okum. Okambuna. 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 Yeah, Yeah, there's guys that are probably harder than that. (laughs) Anyways, back to our fantasy girl. See, this is, again, how we get lost. I know. know. Prior to becoming a model, Ribeiro was in training to become a nurse. She can work on me. Get, get, Get settled. A year after giving birth to her son, Alexander, she gave in to a friend's advice and started working as a model in her native Brazil. I already see a catch in this one. What? Pre, pre-birth pre yeah, measurements yeah. or post, yeah. Oh, well, this is going to yeah. be post because she's a model, so. Okay. These are all model pictures. But are, but are they, when did she, how old's her kid? Well, I don't know. Oh, good question. See? Well, we'll get, there's dates on here. So okay. Well, we'll okay. get, um. 
<laughs> she has she has been photographed for American, Brazilian, German, and Italian Vogue, and appeared in ad campaigns for Ralph Lauren, Christian Dior, Tom Ford Gap, and American Eagle. She also works for Victoria's Secret, having appeared in the 2010, 2011, 2013, 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18 Victoria's Secret fashion shows. Okay, then. As well as the 2011 Christmas commercial and the 2012 Valentine's Day commercials alongside Candace Swanipol and Adriana Lima. So she's been modeling since at least before 2011. Okay. 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 All right. And the one on the right is a Victoria's Secret shot. So. Okay. About that time. And she had already had her kid. Because well, I'm, I'm noticing the belly buttons different in between the, the middle shot and the left shot. Yeah, well, you know, that's a lot of that's Photoshop, I'm sure. Right? They Photoshop their belly button different? Well, they Photoshop everything because the, the one on the left is a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yes, that, that I recognize. So that gets super Photoshopped. Okay. As stated earlier, oh, here we go. Ribeiro has a son born on May 17, 2008. Oh, so... 13 years ago. Yep. Okay. In 2014, she began dating American basketball player Jared Holman. Jared Holman. Whoever that is. Jared Holman. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> they have since broken up on oh. sep- September 2018. Of course. December, September 2018, she began dating NBA player Joakim Noah. Oh, him I know. Now that you know. He's not in the NBA anymore, though. No, he's not in the NBA. He's... <laughs> He's doing some marijuana sales, I'm sure. Of something. Oh, sure, yeah. A year later, they got engaged. So there you go. The Brazilian fashion model stands six feet tall. Holy cow. She weighs 119 pounds. She has dark hair and brown eyes. Her measurements are. Six feet tall, 119. So she's lean. Yes. Very lean. But um, Brazilian. So take yeah. that into account when you go to hips. I know. <laughs> Um. Well, maybe. I'm gonna go. We're starting with the waist. So, are we doing? Are we doing? So, is this post? I I would assume so. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go twenty four. Twenty three. Close. I was gonna say twenty three. I'm like, no, 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 baby. (laughs) Yep. Add that inch. (laughs) All right, top. Um. Uh, thirty five. Close enough, 34. Ah. She's a 32B. Okay. And then hips. I'm going to go straight up 36. 33. Really? 34, 23, 33. Wow, okay. Laiz Ribeiro, your fantasy girl of the week. Check her out on the website, cffpodcast.com on the fantasy girl page. And you can also find all the other stuff there. You can check out the the rainbow bets that'll have to be updating in a little while. Yeah, yeah. Just put wins on there right away for me. Just <laughs> save yourself some time. In fact, when I'm up late, we gotta we gotta redo this now because I gotta I gotta make sure I have these written out properly. <laughs> I already forgot the second one. <laughs> I can make up whatever I want. I'll say, yeah, you said it. You said you'd do it. I'll go back and listen. I'll just be the number. It's the number one receiver. On the Packers. Yeah, that's Christian Watson. And the number one receiver on. He's going to be the wide receiver. Yeah, see, you Sky forgot. Moore. Oh, Sky, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. 
will be what? The number one receiver in Kansas City. Oh, that's right. I believe that's what we said. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We'll go back and listen. Okay. Uh, you could do the same thing because the podcasts are available on the website, cffpodcast.com. We could just wait and have Dan send us a memo on what we said. Yeah, somebody will. Oh, yeah. Who's the other one? James always does it too. Does he? Okay. Yeah. And uh, then he'll always say, and I want in on that. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully he's taking my side. <laughs> uh, so you get the website on the website, or you get the podcast on the website, or you can go to all your favorite web uh, podcast places, iTunes, Google, you know. There's a million of them. iHeartRadio, all of them. Um, and don't forget, send us emails, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or the fan line, 414-520-8249. That's it for this show couple more weeks, we're going to be going over our all-name rookies. Yes. News and notes. Okay. Fantasy girl. Okay. We'll go over some more gambling, maybe. Maybe okay. some more stuff will come out. Maybe maybe we'll have some enough information to update our um, top 10 oh, at each position. Yes. You know, got to go back yes. over that. You know, somehow you're going to have to shoehorn in Derrick Henry into your... Derrick Henry is in my top 10. Oh, is he okay? Yeah, Javante Williams. Oh, Javante Williams. Or was wasn't. he up there now too? I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, you, you need... There's to, too much stuff going on. You need to check that out because that's that's crazy. I'll have Antonio Brown help me. There, See, there, there you, you go. go. He's I'll got get, nothing else. Maybe we can get him on our podcast. I'm tell him you're a podcast. He'll come on. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> So, Antonio, we wanted to ask you about Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't you think it sucks that he got screwed by the NFL? Yeah, isn't that terrible. You know, he was just kneeling down for what he believed in. <laughs> oh, enough. <laughs> we'll talk to you again in two weeks, people. Be good. <laughs> See ya.